All right, we're back again for the evil. Nope, not nope. evil dead anymore. It's not evil what dead. Is today? Uh, October. October. We got uh, a watch along for a movie that Pete's never seen, which is a running theme with our watch alongs. It is. What are we watching today? Friday the Thirteenth, Part Five: A New did Beginning. Did we do Part Two last we did. time? Now the reason we did Part Two was that you seemed surprised that movies. Uh, when I told you that, that that movie takes extra special care setting things up and establishing things. And you said, don't all movies kind of do that? And I said, oh, they do not. I'm going to show you a great example of one that does not. And it's, it's in the same franchise. It is just a few years later. A few years later. Okay. And it's what? Uh, it's called A New Beginning because at the end of part four, Jason is killed by Tommy Jarvis, played by a young uh, Corey Feldman. Okay. That was which one? That was called The Final Chapter. Then they returned to make a new beginning, but they've killed Jason, so they had a problem. Oh. Okay. A problem that they do not solve in any way that is good. Okay. That was me playing with the mic, if anyone was curious, because it keeps falling on me. So now, I need everyone who's going to watch along with us to get to the uh, opening screen when the Paramount logo comes up. As soon as the stars come up, pause it. As we know from last time, there are 22 stars. Are you sure? Because I didn't count them this Pete, time. do you know why there are 22 stars? Because that's how many states there are in the country? There used to be 24 stars. No, there didn't. Yes, because they, they were meant to represent the 24 contracted players for the Paramount Pictures when they opened. But then later they got rid of two of the stars for some reason, and it meant nothing. Wait, so there were there were only 24 actors? I don't know if there were only 24. It was the 24 they picked to be there. Oh. Represented by stars. Did they have a face on the star at some point? No. Then, All right, that's dumb. I okay. call dumbness. So we're all going to hit play. When I go one, two, three, play, we'll play on play. Everybody ready? One, two, three, play. I wasn't ready. Paramount. Can we restart? You can restart. <laughs> I don't I don't have the remote. What am I supposed to do? That's why you don't have the remote. Uh, all right, so Corey Feldman's not in this one. Corey Feldman is in this one, Ooh. in this brief cameo, clearly oh. filmed in his backyard. Oh. He was busy filming Goonies and maybe even Gremlins at the time, so he couldn't... Uh, he couldn't commit to the full one, even though he wanted to do it. Oh, okay. There, this is Corey Feldman walking through. He's got that yellow slicker like the kid in It. Yep, he's about to get sucked into a grate, too. Is his arm going to get ripped off? Cause yep. that's the part I can't watch. I have to turn my head. It makes me sad. This movie starts like the last one with the feet. What's the last one, part two? Part two, the last one we watched. Oh, I don't feet. remember. Now, what's interesting about this opening, and this is one of the few interesting things in the movie, to be honest <laughs> with you. Corey Feldman is in it. He's great. He's is great in everything. This is Tommy Jarvis having a dream of Jason's grave. And in this dream, Jason is going to be resurrected because that's his nightmare. And if you watch part six, which we will one day, it's a much better movie than this. That's the one after five. That's right. Jason lives because they had to bring Jason back. Uh, what happens in the beginning of part six is that his nightmare comes true. We do see Jason resurrected and it's stupid Tommy Jarvis who does it himself. Okay. So this opening becomes much more interesting in retrospect because someone else did something interesting and this comments on it without knowing that it's doing it. <laughs> that his nightmare is going to come true and it's going to be his fault. I really like the grave. The fake Halloween-y type grave. Yeah, who buried? Who's paying for this? I don't know, but I like it. Who maintains the grave or the lawns in The Walking Dead? I think that the zombies just eat it. <laughs> when they can't find fresh, they eat that. Plants are life. Yeah, fair point. Who does maintain the lawns of The Walking Dead? See, the more you this, mess with it, the worse it gets. I, I see this microphone is not being my friend today. 
All right, I'm not going to touch it. It might, might have to at some point. Ooh, that's what she said. I know. Don't do this, please. <laughs> I knew it was coming, and I was hoping you wouldn't do it. <laughs> All right. I avoided that. So really, the only what's thing... What's going that, on? What's happening here is that Jason is dead, and he's very afraid that he's going to come back. Okay. You know why it's doing it? Because we had to move it. I'm going to fix this microphone on air because All I can't right. pause things. I'm going to keep watching this dream sequence you said this mm-hmm. was? This is a dream sequence because okay. in the timeline of the movie, he's actually much, Tommy's much older. I think they just wanted to get uh, Corey Feldman back in for a minute. For the minute they could have the him. The hot minute. Clearly the one day because he just stands in this. <laughs> but he stands and he, he sells it. Still the best actor in the movie. I hate, I hate to. Is this the one where the paramedic is the bad guy? Of course it is, Pete. Okay. See, I can recall things. That is the claim to fame of this one, is that they wanted to make another Jason movie. But they didn't have a Jason. But they killed Jason, and they thought, even though in part two it makes no sense that Jason's walking around, they couldn't just bring Jason back. That wouldn't make sense. But at this point, we had had the other ones, right? The the Halloweens, the Nightmare on Elm Streets. Did they kill any of them off in any of them? Where were we at this point? This movie would have been 85, I think, so Nightmare on Elm Street would have come out the year before. Okay. The first one. Yeah, that's part one. But they was there a part two in the works? Was there? I'm yeah, actually, part two probably came out the same year as this. I'm just saying it's a strange departure to say I'm going to have to logically explain something as opposed to oh he's back. Yeah, I they in the next one they just hit him with lightning and he's a zombie from now on. Yeah, see that's all you need. That's that's what they should have done here. Hey. But this this sequence that's happening in his dream is kind of exactly what happens except it's not the in lightning part six. in part six, which I really like, and I wonder if the part six uh, writer director. Yeah, yeah, did that on Jason. purpose because see how he has red, he has red uh, markings on his mask. Mm-hmm. That's how you'll know that that's actually Jason because Roy the paramedic in his cosplay gets the wrong color mask. Oh, look at that. Yeah, that's about as interesting as Roy gets. Uh, wait till you see how this movie plays out. <laughs> that's, that's not even Roy being interesting. That's just him being bad at his job. Well, both jobs, I guess. A serial killer and paramedic. So whenever you see red... It's not real because Jason's dead. Whenever you see blue, it is real because it's Roy the Paramedic. Okay. So there's dream sequences throughout this one? He has hallucinations. Tommy does. Okay. Tommy's our main character. Yes. He's about to get much older. And really quick. There's going to be an unexplained time jump where I have no idea what year it is because here is Corey Feldman looking 12. Mm-hmm. 12, 13. And that's how old he was roughly in the last movie, in part four? So. This movie's supposed to take place... I, well, this this isn't taking place at any time. It's a dream. Right. So it's just older Tommy dreaming of himself being younger because they could get Corey Feldman for a day. All right. So I'm now, up to speed. Here comes our time jump. In slow motion, as they do. As one does. No, Corey Feldman. Now here's our time jump. There's older Corey Feldman, allegedly. Even though we know what he looks like when he's older. That looks just like him. Uh, how did they do that? How old is this person? 40? I don't know, 20? So, Between 20 and 50. So we don't know. What, we have no idea what year it is in this timeline anymore because it doesn't tell us how, how much we jumped in time. Hey, that guy's looking at a nudie magazine. He's being taken to a, a uh, halfway house, I guess. He's been let out of. Halfway to where? He's been let out of the institution. <laughs> Just going to ignore it. All I, right. That's how I do it now. He's. <laughs> he's. Uh, you can go back. Anytime one thing he says is ignored, there's a reason for it. <laughs> I can hear him. Uh, he's out of the institution, and he's going to be in a, a much better place, allegedly. Not from what I know, halfway house. Now, I, I wrote some things down that I really want to get to in the opening credits. <clears throat> this was directed by Danny Steinman, 
It's who, blue. What does that mean? Who only made a couple movies, and one of them was a hardcore porn called High Rise. <laughs> is that an Evil Dead? Yeah. The reason I wanted to bring this up is that I wrote down from IMDb some of the character names in the movie High Rise that I'd like to read to you now. This is the porno. Yes. Large-breasted dancer. Lesbian-speaking German. Lesbian-speaking French. Girl-shaking tassels. Orgy girl with kneeling guy. Orgy girl near Chaplin poster. <laughs> Those are the credited cast. Did, did the guys get guy standing near kneeling girl? I No, they just were like, Jim. <laughs> But I wanted to write those down because I, I got a kick out of every one of those. I have never looked up a porno on IMDb before. I don't know what I was looking for when I clicked on the IMDb to see. Oh, I got to guess. What was IMDb going to show me? I don't know. Is that where you go for the celebrity nudes? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how IMDb works. I assume there's a section. You click it, and it shows you all the things that people do not want to be sharing with the Internet. This was uh, allegedly a very hard shoot. Like High Rise, I assume, was as well. <laughs> so you get to do puns and I don't? <laughs> I do because I set them up and they're self-contained. That's how this works. Uh, th- this was supposed to be a very hard shoot and the director was a uh, was very difficult to work with. <laughs> but coming from his background. His background of uh, directing Orgy Girl near Chaplin poster. Right. I assume they worked a lot you know, easier. You know, I don't. I think she has more character development than most of the characters in this movie. That's pretty bad. I know she's near a Chaplin poster. I know she likes orgies, or at least is in one. But that gives you like nine tenths of the person, right? That's the rest writes itself. The Pinehurst Youth Development Center. So he's he was in hardcore. So it can't be too far in the future because he's a youth still. Is he though? I don't know. You know, I can't tell how old people are. We're about to see a guy here. Cutting some wood, I think. No, he's riding this tractor because he's got a he's got a commercial license. That's Vic, who is sixty five years old. I couldn't see him well enough. You'll see him he's soon. Still far away. But he, good for him, he's got his commercial license. We're operating heavy machinery at a halfway house. <laughs> these are all these are all residents. These are all residents. Okay. We're we're introduced to them pretty much exactly as much as we're going to get character development. You don't need a license to drive those things. I mean, legally you do, but you work on a farm, you don't do it. I guess you just need keys. Yeah, that's all. <laughs> I remember playing on a bulldozer one time that was left on our street, and I couldn't find the keys, and I was really bummed. All I could do was climb all over it. These are uh, not paramedics, but for some reason, this this guy here. Which I one? I don't know his name. That guy? Yeah. We're going to see him mustache? again. We we get to see like we get to see almost everybody again. This movie has so many characters. He looks like somebody, somebody I know from a commercial. You know what he looks like? No, uh, that's what I'm asking. He looks like the guy that was riding shotgun in this van taking Tommy to the halfway house. Mm, I knew I. Saw but he's him standing from, outside I of it. I knew so I saw him. him from somewhere. So Tommy doesn't talk a lot. <laughs> All right. I don't. The actor that plays Tommy here is given absolutely nothing to work with because his character comes back in six, played by a different actor. And gets a lot of stuff to do, and he's fun. And Corey Feldman was fun. And this guy's just stuck with nothing to do. Was he in anything else? Because he seems like... No, I think he quit acting. It's a face I've seems familiar for 80s movies. See, this this guy's character is just that he's filthy. That's all of the characters in this movie, basically, are just filthy people. Oh, they're all filthy. The same note. Yeah, the same note. All right. We're going to get some really is, filthy people. Is this a, like, well-thought-of no, movie? No, 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 no. People deride this one? They they hate that it's not Jason, and just that kind of takes up the conversation, but the quality of it is 
complete trash. Okay. And after the masterpiece, near masterpiece that is two, it's fun okay. to look at what happened just a few years later and go, yeah, the series is, is garbage. How quickly did they come out? So two and then like how quick to three and then how quick to four? I think this was 85. So 81 and then I think there was one in 83, 84, 85 or 82, oh. 84, 85. Oh, okay. So yeah, one yeah. of those two. One I of those years you. had one off. Yikes. Yes. Now, the thing that gets screwed up in the timeline is that uh, two takes place, three takes place like right after two, like the day after. So it's not the Friday the 13th anymore. If it is Friday the 13th in part two, they never say that. Is that contingent on Jason coming out of the ground and killing no, again? No, okay. nothing makes any sense. The only day that I know was Friday the 13th was the first movie. They never even say in the second one that it's Friday the 13th because... He, he says what happened on that Friday 13th, and then never says a day like today, which you think would be the next line. We just assume it's Friday 13th, but I can't prove that. Is there a calendar anywhere? But I do know that the next one is Saturday the 14th if it is Friday 13th. And then the next one takes place two days after that. I think I said it on the last podcast, but there is a Saturday the 14th movie. I yeah. swear to God. And no, I we all know it. that. Okay, good. Uh, this is our final girl, believe it or not, this blonde here. Her name uh, is Pam, which is also the name of Jason Voorhees' mother. Pamela, which I'm guessing the person just didn't know when he wrote it. Are we going to get a Batman v Superman moment? Why did you say his name? That name? Yeah, Tommy and Tommy and Roy. I love this movie. I knew everything was stolen from somewhere. Interesting fact about uh, Tommy Tommy Jarvis: Uh, his dog committed suicide in the last movie. Corey's eldest dog. He has a dog named Gordon. His character. And when Jason's in the house and he pops out and he's going to kill everybody, the dog just straight jumps out the second story window, like the closed window, and jumps. We never see him again. I assume he just plummeted to his death. Didn't they kill a dog in part two as well? Yes, Muffin. See, there's his dog. And uh, that dog jumped out the window. He he chose... that dog had that he has a picture of his dog. That dog had severe fight or flight uh, reaction. Yeah, he, he he flew. I think he had fight or flight, and he chose flight. It's just like Birdman. That's exactly what I said. Is it? Fight or flight. Yes, that's uh, what it's called. No, it's not. It's the five Fs. Feeding. Fucking? No, it's mating. Arithmetic? You're not allowed to. I, don't know. Oh, I can't remember it now. Shoot. Uh, I took a lot of biology classes in college, and I can't remember any of it. Ooh. You took, what, Define a lot of biology classes. Is it one class you went to a bunch of times? Yeah. Oh. I just kept going over and over and over again. He has a knife. How did he get it? He was in jail. That's one excellent question of many excellent questions that okay. are to come. All right. I don't even know why. Uh, this is Reggie the Reckless. Reggie the Reckless. Is that official? Yeah, he's he's good in this movie. So he's there are a couple bright spots. Him and his brother, Demon. His brother, Demon, is the highlight of the movie to me. We'll get to him later. Uh, Reggie's here because he's not one of the troubled youths but his grandfather runs the there works in the okay yeah he like worked, the, grandfather the, works here at the facility yes so these masks where, where? are a callback to part four okay cory feldman as a kid made these masks so they want to give that character hey, i remember that yeah they want to give these the character that it's you know the same guy they want to keep beating it into you that you yeah. know who he is and when you get to six there's no more masks he doesn't have anything to do with masks anymore okay but they did keep it for this so masks are a theme. Yes. and For now. The, 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 this is a movie where they keep telling you that Jason's dead, so you're not even, I don't think, supposed to believe it's Jason back. I mean, it could be. It's one of the things that could happen. But I think you're supposed to believe it's Tommy. 
because at the end of I four, he has that weird look in his eyes they do where it's like, oh, he's the killer now. Halloween four did this. Friday four did this where it's like a kid is now evil and they never follow up on it. So he's supposed to be, I guess, the guy you're suspecting. Okay, because you know that Jason is dead. And you know he can make masks and he can make, you know, he can do things. Do. That's not. That's actually not the worst premise in the world. It's just done very poorly. Okay. Um, the reason it's done poorly is there aren't really other suspects. So it's, so it's, Rory is not a suspect. Oh, Pete. Oh, didn't you say that he's only in it for a brief minute and well, then he pops up again at the end? Well, we've been introducing the important characters throughout this opening. Have Pam. you seen Roy the paramedic? No, I have not. I've seen Pam. Here's some, here's some police. Here's, there's uh, some police. That's still not Roy the paramedic. Oh, there's a lot of people at this halfway house. Oh, Pete, there are so many more people. Than just at the halfway. There's his grandfather. Okay. So that's why he's here. He's not. Uh, he's not part of it, but he's allowed to mingle. Yeah. Now the cops are here because cops in these movies notoriously unhelpful, but uh, they've brought back a couple of their wandering youths because they were off fucking in the woods as they do. As one does. As they always do. Wait. All right. And so does it say what kind of crimes any of these people committed or what, what got them? Tommy didn't mind? commit a crime. He was institutionalized. Well, why were they institutionalized, I guess? Like any backstory. Oh, no. Why am I asking this? You said you already there told are me. No, no right. we don't know. All right, cool. Beans. Look at that one. He's a nerd. Look at that one. She likes music. That's why they're there. All right. I, I, I guess I've been watching so many things, you know, horror, like actual better horror films, not intentionally, not intentionally bad, but bad. That I don't know how to watch these things. I keep looking for a plot. So they're like, get these kids to stop, stop fucking, please. And he's like, I don't know what you want me to do. Kids fuck. Have you seen them? Yeah, they were, they were fucking in the back of that police car when you opened the door. Now here's some more filthy characters. They just swear and are dirty. Mm, got it. Uh, the woman that plays Ethel here just died like a week ago. In real time? That's it. What other things what other time would it be like this movie just went on for a long time and she, she died a week ago yeah yeah she died mid-april so i don't know when this is coming out but she well, died of course like, we're recording she's like it was one of the last things i saw before i started writing down the notes for the movie believe it or not there are notes pete can attest to i that. can see that that's better notes than i took we've well, never seen this movie before no that's well, why I, I tried to take notes, though. See, they're just going to yell and be dirty. That's their characteristics. The, the, all the youths over there, they have no characteristics, except they, the two of them like to fuck. One's fat. One likes music. Okay. One has a stutter. I think that's why he's there. Maybe, they, maybe one's Canadian. That's, like, that's all there is. It makes it easily identifiable, though. And they're not yeah, shooting this on the East Coast anymore, so the movie has a completely different look to it. Okay. Because this is just probably sunny California. There comes a correction on that when I look that up later. <laughs> But this this guy's just like, here we go, Ma. Oh, it's this entire character. And we don't really get to be introduced to this other character. Like, there's six people at this house, seven other people at this house that we we don't even have to know their names. Well, that's what you're looking for. This right? guy on the right, he's he's running the the house here. He has no characteristics whatsoever. He has no defining qualities. He's just a guy they got to be in this movie. And that's the care they're putting into it. Okay, I kind of get the sense just from the way he looks. This looks like they're shooting like Dukes of Hazard or something, doesn't it? That is the look I was I was thinking in my head. So this is a, a far cry from Paul Holt, who's running his thing. Oh, who's Paul Holt? I don't. I like that you say that. Like I know. Now here we go. This is 
this is where this movie just starts off on a bit. There's Vic. He was the one riding the tractor. He was the one doing the heavy machinery work for some reason on a something. I don't know what they're making. That that fat kid there is Joey, and I you know I hate to be reductive like that, but that is his only defining characteristic. Like Fat Neil in Community. Is that he's disgusting, he's fat, he doesn't even know he has chocolate on his face. That's what this is. <laughs> is the disgusting meant to make us hate them and want them to die? I think so, yes. At this point in the movie series, I think so. So I'm not saying Joey deserves this because that's cruel, what's about to happen to him. But I don't know, man. <laughs> he might deserve it. Joey is, they, they say a few times right here, is an orphan, which is an important plot point for some reason that we'll get to. Joey is this guy. Joey's the the candy bar eating guy. Was a great line here where he's like, "I'll give you half this candy bar, but I need the half for later." As you can see, another candy bar tucked into his shirt. <laughs> that is that is the character we're dealing with. Very annoying, filthy, disgusting. Right. So you want him to die? I got gotcha. you. There's no one in this movie you don't want to die, except for probably Reggie the Reckless. He's like and Demon. Like they're the only characters I, I liked in this entire movie. Oh. Although these girls are... See, look, he's got chocolate over his hands. This this guy. I mean, get, get out of here, Joey. Simple. Look at his pants. Look, look, get out of here, Joey. Simple. Rules of society. He can't even fit in. Well, he's not in society. Uh, that's why he's at the halfway house. I got you. He's the one that belongs here. And probably Vic, as you'll see in a moment. Actually, Vic probably belongs somewhere else. <laughs> I don't. All right, I'll have to wait and see. Yeah, I think that axe might come into play. All right. Just gonna get some X body spray. I'm, I'm, now, how old do you think Vic is? Because he's not eighteen or younger. Nineteen. You think he's nineteen? I'm gonna go with nineteen. I know people looked older back in uh, olden days. Olden days, like the eighty fives. I mean, what is he doing with that wood? I don't know. But if this guy wasn't born in the forties, I'm stunned. I'm not, I'm not even kidding. Look at him. <laughs> that's not just a man. That's an old man. Well, all right, let me... Come on, chocolate face. Get out of the screen. Uh, he'll be gone in a second. He's uh, annoying Vic because he annoys everybody. All right, I'm going to put my guess, and while we're watching this, I want you to look up whoever this actor is. Vic? Yeah. I'm going to guess he is... Oof. I wish he wouldn't grimace so much. That's just his old man face. He looks like latter-day Clint Eastwood, like unforgiven level Clint Eastwood. I'm going to say 28. 28? Yeah, I'm going to go with 28. Holy crap. 28. Well, he was born in 1961. Oh, I was way off. So. No, I wasn't. He's only 24. No, yes. No. No, he died in 1996, aged 35, which I find... Impossible. What? Yes. So he annoyed him to the point of murder. <laughs> oh, look. The police Pete, are back. The paramedics are here. Oh, it's a paramedic? Is it Rory? Is it my boy? Roy. No, this, I'm going to call him Roy. This here is Roy, as we're about to see his entire two minutes of screen time. Which one? The one with the glasses or the dark hair? Dark hair. Dark hair is Rory. Roy. Rory. Please don't. All right. Roy it is. There's Vic, who you're telling me at this moment is 24, and I do not believe it. I said he was 28, so I was closer. Where was he bleeding from? That's what it looks like. I think they probably rolled him around a couple of times. This guy is like, yeah, it happens. 
He is remarkably calm. He is unbelievably like, I've seen this before. Right. Like this happens on the regular he, he literally just shrugged it off. He sure did. He did it twice, in fact. He's like, yeah, yeah all these kids. What are you going to do? <laughs> they fuck. They kill each other. I don't know. It's what happens. Hormones. I don't think he's very good at running this place. Look, Roy's not even the lead paramedic. <laughs> That's Roy. But this guy was clearly killed by Vic. Yes, though. I'll describe to you. I'll explain to you so what's this guy's happening. So a jerk too. The other paramedic. Everyone's a jerk in this movie. I'm getting that. Roy is now looking at what we'll later discover is his son. The son that we were told is an orphan. I don't know why he's in. Why he was told he was an orphan. Why he was dropped here. Why Roy is a paramedic that lives in the same town and has nothing to do with him. I mean, I've met Joey. I guess I kind of do know. But he's like, I'm going to get revenge for you, son. This is the entire setup to why there's a killer in this movie. This moment. That's it. Now you got to remember this for the rest of the movie. <laughs> so when I talked about how Friday the 13th Part 2 sets up every little thing, this movie doesn't even set up, like in a way that makes sense, the point of the movie. Here's some greasers, as you do in 1985. I do remember greasers being around a lot in the 80s, at least in movies. Well, they're here because there aren't enough characters. We only have a dozen people to kill, so we need two more people to kill. Because this isn't a movie that goes for subtlety. This isn't a movie that's a movie, I don't think. All right. This is a collection of bad ideas. I mean, I like watching it because it's... Oh, look, he's named Pete. Hey, that's me. So that's me. Look, Pete's a dick, too. <laughs> Not an asshole. Oh, you're right. No, they go together. I'm an asshole. <laughs> I'm hanging out with him. His name is Richard. This is uh, some heavy... You can't hear it because we have the subtitles on. This is some heavy uh, 1950s acting for literally no reason. They're not just dressed like greasers. They're going to be like, hey, what you do? Where's my comb? Was it a different movie? Is this an Ed Wood situation? It could be. They just had footage to things, yeah. I'm emotionally invested in Pete now. There's a line there that says, crap my ass. (laughs) I know that it's a comma there, but it's still funny. He kind of looks like uh, uh, Jim Franco. (laughs) Okay. He I did kind of look like James Franco. Not this one, the other one. No, no, I saw it. It's the first time I thought about that. This guy is going, oh, no, he's going to die now, isn't he? No, he's in a different movie. <laughs> he's on his way to the set of uh, uh, Indian Indian Jones, Jones and the Golden, King of the Crystal Skull. Crystal Skull, whatever. He's got to get into a fight with some socias. There's a nice butt shot. Crap my ass. Well, there was the butt shot with Roy the Paramedic. He's wearing Converse, too. I don't think they paid for that. Sweet. Look out, Pete. Would you wear a hat like that? The leather leather cap? Hats don't fit on my head. It's a thing I live with. Oh, it's a rabbit. <laughs> I'd be scared too, Pete. I don't think he's going to do good in that social fight because he's afraid of rabbits. <laughs> and you know those socias. Here is Roy the paramedic's first kill. Now, Pete, is he killing Vic? The man who... I mean, grown-ass man who murdered his son, the one person that deserves it? No. No, he's killing random yeah. greaser on the road. Well, the work needs to be done. Let's, if there's a greaser walking around, you should probably clean that up. A little extreme, but... Ooh. I don't know why he's killing these people. You gotta practice. Oh, maybe that is it. You can't just walk into something cold. 
Yeah, he's like, I'm not, I've never done this before. I gotta make sure I do it right. I have 20 people to kill for no reason. None of them, none of them being Vic, who we again never see again. He's just off in jail. <laughs> like, not even a line saying, We found Vic dead. Like, just never. Come on, Pete. You can make it. Now, here's a question for you. Uh, this car's gonna start. Did Jason, or did Roy fix the car? Because <laughs> the guy didn't finish. Oh, that's a good question. <clears throat> that's, so this is Pete. The other guy yeah. was Vinny. Yeah. So your your namesake is about to... Ah, uh, man, I was hoping he was going to make Get it. away. <gasps> oh, no, he didn't get away. Not even a glorified death. No, it's a pretty basic one. Yep. Yeah, basic so we've we've got our first two murders by Roy, and Vic's got one. But we haven't seen him as Jason yet. That's these movies do that. Even when you know it's Jason for a while, they just you see hands, you see feet. He's having a flashback or dream now of his not well not dream but or memory of the end of the fourth movie when he hacks apart Jason. Okay. Who uh, we are told in this movie has been uh, cremated. But then you get the sixth one. He's just in there in full, not even hacked apart like he would be in four and not, not cremated like we were told in five. So the authorities are lying to you. Always. That's a common thing. So. This is, this is again, we're supposed to believe he just killed somebody because he's having the Because he's awake. He's the nightmare. I vaguely remember watching this one a lot on HBO. This movie? Yeah. Wow. See, that's red. So you know that's. A dream. A dream or memory hallucination very similar to this hallucination also he has the uh x part uh, x uh, wound in the uh, the scarring on the mask the, the mask scarring. because that's from the out of three okay. which is actually a nice little piece of uh trivia continuity continuity i like continuity i like cotton candy so reggie just stuck at this place crazy people all day when someone just killed a person in front of him and he wants to go see his brother, Demon. Now, this movie does the silver I'm bullet. sorry, his brother is named Demon. His name's Demon. He's awesome. Uh, his, his brother has that silver bullet thing problem where they tell you the whole movie, like, oh, I don't want you hanging around with, with your crazy Uncle Gary Busey, and, oh, that demon's no good for you. And then you meet him, and it's like, he's the best, nicest person. He's a wholesome guy. He cares about this kid. The environment. He, he loves him. Everything. He means best for him. He wants his best for him. It's the same thing with Gary Busey and Silver Bullet, where you're told by the mother, stay away from that uncle. He's no good. And his sister's like, ah, he's worthless. And then you meet him, and it's like, he's the only person that cares for this kid. <laughs> like, I don't understand why they bother giving that backstory when it's completely untrue. <laughs> or why they didn't at least make it true. <clears throat> so this guy's got a stutter, so he has to be in here. <laughs> That's the levels we're dealing with. You may have already picked up on how this isn't as good as part two. <laughs> no, I, I I have not picked it up. It's hard to watch it without the without the sound, so I'm learning. So I appreciate you giving me what's going on. Now here, everyone's going to get mad at Violet, the one who likes music, because she set places for people that, that died, who died, I think, an hour ago, and she hasn't processed that I need two less plates, and now they're very mad at her for it, because that's, that's the level of writing we're dealing with. Like, who would notice or care? But it's a weird little touch, right? Like, in a different film, that would be something real. Like, a little significant moment. I don't think anybody could pull it off. It's so stupid. <laughs> I don't know. I've seen, I don't watch a lot of dramas, but maybe. You don't watch a lot of dramas? No, I, I don't know what happens in those movies. I don't think that they get mad that you said... Maybe they do. That does sound like 
Like right. A, like a, I guess I don't watch a lot of dramas either. <laughs> but I mean, this is the same day. Joey and Joey died a minute ago. Vic got hauled, hauled off a minute ago. No, wait, no, there was a nighttime in between. What day is this? I have, oh, there, there wasn't any greasers were at night. That's okay. right. So this is the next day. So I guess, you know what? Fuck and that bitch. And he woke up. Yeah, fuck that bitch. She shouldn't have set those plates. She's dumb. What's wrong with her? She's basic, not Pete. Pete's dead. <sighs> so this is like normally in a movie where you would get a scene where you get to know all these characters and they're, you know, find out what they are what they want. What, mm-hmm. what it's they, the introduction. Yeah. We don't, we still don't learn any of these people. Like what, what they're about or what they're doing. Like who's this girl in frame? I have no idea what she is. I don't know what she's doing. I think that's Robin. I think that's her name. But, like, there's no... There's nothing. Does she have anything other than blonde with sweater? Ooh. Someone's used a mask against him. I know, right? That's his power. Right. <laughs> oh, this guy looks like a jerk, too. They're all jerks. This guy is the one who was caught fornicating. Mm. So he's also filthy. They're all filthy. This is the movie. This is... Uh-oh. Uh-oh. So this is two days in a row with some aggressive violence going on in In the halfway home. In the halfway home. At some point, this guy's license has to get pulled. He went to his happy space. This is because he touched his mask. Okay, here's our filthy characters back, Ethel and Junior. Oh, the two. This is, I'm going to guess they didn't give her a script. (laughs) Every time I've seen the scene, I've always assumed they just didn't give her a script. And she's like, all right, I'll do something. All right. Because she's making the most out of what she can. Uh, this guy's just doing goddamn nonsense. But she's got great lines like, you big dildo. That's great. <laughs> but every word has to be, you know, just... This is fantastic. They're disgusting people. Why is it done this way? Nobody knows. But we need more characters. So these people have to be here just because we need more kills. Because that's the only thing you could think right, of. Right, right. But I'm, I mean, like, people have written about this, right? There has to be something. But it's just hated because of things like this. It makes no sense. I don't think that's why people hate it. I think they no. just hate it because right. Look, it's another new character for no reason. Also he's, filthy. He's a drifter who wants to work on the farm and, and try to earn a meal, as he says. Uh, he looks like that, a little bit like the guy from Coach. Craig not, T. Nelson? Not Craig T. Nelson. The uh, Jerry Van... The Dyke? No, the other one. Dauber? Yes. Oh. Yeah, maybe. Uh, so here's the thing about this guy. I think he's supposed to be a red herring guy. Like, like, oh, it's a stranger here, and he's a little, something's weird and off about him. So maybe he's supposed to be killing people because he's just been introduced to the story. That's the only reason I can figure out why he's in this movie. Because he's only in, like, one other scene. So far, I'd be voting for Corey Feldman as the killer. You have but, no other choice. Right. But which, I is, which I guess is good in a way because you're supposed to think it's him. I wouldn't believe that it's him because he's my, you know, main character. And back in the day, your main character was always the good guy. Oh, these poor actors. Yeah, so that drifter, I think, is a red herring. But I'm not really sure what the point of it was. Except to get even more characters. There's Roy. Roy has, like, one line here. That's it. (laughs) There's his character arc. He thought they was talking to him. Yeah, and I thought it'd be great if the line there was like, "Who's doing this?" And he said, "You talking to me?" Because at least that would have made sense. He goes, "What's going on here?" And he's like, "You talking to me, sheriff?" Like, why wouldn't the line just be better? Why wouldn't the line to so watch a second time would be clever? You're the one who just spent 20 minutes telling me that this movie makes no sense and everything is terrible. But that that idea takes no effort. 
Bye, Roy. See you in the climax. Not having everyone being as disgusting as possible seems like it would be easier than saying, Oh, hey, you want some more beating. disgusting disgusting people? Yes. Here comes the guy that was driving riding the uh, driving Tommy to the halfway house. We've got to have him back, and he's got to have a girlfriend. Why? Because we need more characters in this movie, Pete. I'm hoping they all die. Oh, don't worry. But why are you back? <laughs> I thought your arc was finished. But he's just a sleazy... Drug addict. Is there something in the water in this town? Yeah, Jason Voorhees. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> well, that, that might explain it. Yeah, I guess so. It made he was in the water and look what happened to him. He was there for too long. His fingers got all pruny. It's like what is this scene? What is the purpose of this scene in this movie? It is ninety minutes long, so I guess that's they had to add this stuff in. Or else they had 50 minutes of movie. But why am I following this character now? This is and, just bad filmmaking. And Roy, again, is practicing. Do you think that High Rise, the porn he directed, has a better plot than this? Because there's a decent chance. Sounds Look at this. Because this is what we're making now. She's going to show herself her own tits. <laughs> I remember movies like this. Yep. And he's going to do a bunch of drugs. That's was where we are. This is Reagan's America. Oh, Nancy. I don't know why we're following these characters. I don't know why Roy's interested in killing these characters. I don't know what Roy's doing at this restaurant. Is this a restaurant? Is this a diner slash oh, gas diner station? diner slash gas station. Yeah. You know. What do you think gas cost? Ooh. Three, no. 87 cents. Yeah, that was my guess. Really? It was like 87 cents, yeah. I can vaguely recall when gas was under a dollar. I got gas one time in the middle of Ohio for ninety nine point nine cents. I don't know if I ever got gas for. It's the only time I've ever seen it under a dollar. I mean, it'll never be there again. But it's the only time I saw it. And gas was in the dollar twenties at the time everywhere. But like, there's just this one place, right? That's why she took her shirt off. Yeah, but not in the manner she did it. That's how I undress every day. That's how you pull your shirt off and say, it's showtime. I do. And then I put on Kitty's robe, and I tuck it back underneath. And K- I Kitty's to, half your size. I walk up to Kitty and go, would you fuck me? I'd fuck me. Uh, she always says no. Well, twice she had to say yes. I don't think I was wearing her robe. She was wearing uh, the robe that time. Like counting the children you have. <laughs> uh, at least one of which were sure is yours. Neither one looks like me, so I got that going. That's true. I guess it could be a nature-nurture thing. And I do it oh, Somebody threw resistant. that cat, too. Like, that But they just, like, slammed that cat. <laughs> that wasn't even a toss. They slammed it into the... Why was that booth. so acceptable? Oh, no, it's... Why is the cat in the restaurant? <laughs> this is what I mean about not setting things up. We need a jump scare. Throw a cat at her. It's a restaurant. <laughs> I don't understand. Well, you only have a bag of tricks that holds so many things. Every line. Are we going to get the, the mirror? Where, ooh. Oh, he's dead. There's a cat just in the restaurant. <laughs> Don't understand. So he died doing what he loves, cocaine. Well, Roy wanted to kill that guy because he's the dick paramedic, right? No, he's the guy that dropped uh, Tommy off oh, at the yeah, halfway right. house. Roy doesn't even know that guy. Roy rarely kills anyone that it makes sense for him to kill. <laughs> Again, the only person he should kill is Vic. 
At least we got a name. His name was Billy. Mm. I don't know what her name is. I'm sure they said it. Roll up the window. Oh, these characters. The car's not on. You can't roll up the window. In 1985, I'm pretty sure that there's. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you're good. Oh, it has. Look at it. it has those old school uh, pouches oh. on those doors. You know what I'm talking about? I know. I see exactly what I'm just sitting here dumbfounded because I haven't seen one of those or thought about those. And He lost shockingly little of that cocaine when he dropped it. Now she's got to die too because she's done drugs. Mm. And she's doing drugs. Because those are the rules. Mm-hmm. And Roy, the- follows, Roy follows the rules. Okay. <clears throat> I just don't know why we're following these people. We spent like... Seven minutes with these people for no reason. And we're not even done introducing characters no, yet. No, yeah. she seems surprised that he managed to walk around the car. <laughs> That's the, the look on her face is not earned. She just did a lot of cocaine. Did she get to do it? I don't think she did. Oh, maybe not. So this not not <laughs> so showing stupid. the killer, not even though we're watching a Friday the thirteenth movie. Yeah. Was this common for everything or just part of this? Like I said, they the kind of did it in this, just this series for some reason. Like in two, we don't see him for a long time. And in three, I think it's half with the movie. You finally see him. But thing. The thing that makes it funny is it makes sense to do it because it's not Jason. But then when you see Roy as Jason, he's got a full Jason getup. And you could just be like, oh, that's Jason. So that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. There, see, this one's red. So it's a red herring. <laughs> makes sense to me. That's you and your birds, right? My birds. A red herring is a bird. It's a fish. No. Isn't? No, it's a heron you're thinking of. A herring is a fish. We don't think of anything. God don't pull out your bird law book or your bird. My bird law book. <laughs> I do have one of those. He has two bird law books. I, I'm, again, my negotiations with the crows are something. I this need the, all the books. So this cop, for the first time in this movie, is like, yeah, it's Jason. Because we live in Crystal Lake, and it's always Jason. And this guy, this is the mayor or something, and he's like, no, Jason's dead. And he's like, yeah, it's still Jason. So the one time the cop believes it's Jason, it's not Jason. <laughs> Which I think is actually kind of funny. Because <laughs> he's like, yeah, I don't, it's not anything else. It's Jason Voorhees. We've been through this three times. I may not know much and finish last in my class at sheriff school. <laughs> but I remember last year and the year before and the year before that, and all three times, it was Jason. And right. by that, I mean the four-day bender that he went on killing 50 people. Because <laughs> really, see, it's Jason Voorhees. Now, what's funny about this is this guy's right. He isn't. He is dead. But if only these cops had believed it in any of the other movies, it could have saved so many lives. That's not the role of the cops. You're always left on your own. Authority is bad. Yeah, I think that the, the authority softens over the course of these movies. I think by six, he doesn't believe, the cop doesn't believe it either, but he's the father of the main final girl, and he comes to believe it. So at least he gets there, and he's a good character, and then I don't even know if there's cops in the rest of the movies. They just... It becomes a, a just a franchise at that point. I guess, no... I guess I'm wrong because in the first ones, the cops do believe because they tell them, stay away from that camp. We don't want trouble. So they're all afraid of it. In the first movie? In the part two. Oh, in part two. That cop's okay. like, stay away from that camp. We don't want this coming back again. It's been five years. We don't want these problems. But they'd never had it happen before in the first, in the second one, aside from the one time. So well, they didn't technically like, no two. come back. Technically before. two, because the opening of part one 
is two camp counselors getting killed in 1958, the year after Jason dies. Oh, okay. So technically it's happened twice. She's the reason the camp got closed. The camp didn't close because the kid drowned. The camp closed because she murdered people the year after. And then they tried to open it and she went and killed more people, which again is a decent plot. Why are we in a halfway house with Roy the paramedic five movies later? Four movies later? I don't know. So this, uh, this couple that's about to have fornication again, uh, John Lejoie, who you like from the league, I has do. a song about this. Does he? About being a kid and watching the scene over and over again because it's as close to pornography as you were going to get. <laughs> and uh, it's very funny. And it, it recreates the look of it. And, all right. Uh, you should seek that What's out. What's it called? I don't know what the name uh, of the thing is. All but, right. Uh, just on, type in John Lejoie, Friday the 13th, and you'll find the song. It's not called that, but it's definitely, you'll find it. And it's it's this setup of him being a young teenager and watching this over and like seeing it all the time and just being his first understanding. I got it. Do you remember sitting around for like when HBO used to give you like a synopsis of what was coming in the movie? Like brief nudity. Wasn't it great when they put that on there? Cause we had to, people don't know the hardships of being younger. HBO didn't used to do that. It would just say R and be like, I guess I'm watching this whole movie. I guess I got to stay up. Then they put in there and be like, you know, strong sexual content. And you were like, Oh, we did it. Language, cartoon violence, and then brief nudity, strong sexual content. Like you get, like oh Chinatown's on, but it would be like violence and swearing, and I'm like, who cares? And they're like, oh well, this Friday Team Part Five's on. I'm like, oh, I have to watch this. Look at the strong sexual content. Yep. <laughs> it was the best thing that ever happened for kids. Before they did that, you had to stay up really, really late, hoping, just it, hoping. This is why I think he's a red herring because he's shown to be creepy and you know sitting out there watching. But as you're about to see in five seconds, they're going to be done with the red herring already. So why is he in this movie? And you're dead. Just like that. Why was he in this movie? I guess he had to keep you guessing for a couple of seconds. It is an interesting take to introduce and then murder the, you know, your your suspect. Well, she's not the only thing that's done because they're done too, I guess. What? What's wrong with that? Yeah. These horror movies, like that's not quite Halloween, uh, the opening of Halloween level where I don't know how he got his pants off in time to finish the very opening when he goes upstairs with uh, Judith. Oh, yeah, 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 I don't even know how he got upstairs to do that. I got his pants off to do it, but uh, it's close. Yeah, you're saying it like there's something wrong, though. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm All just right. saying that uh, I'm, I'm observing. Seems normal this to is, me. This is why there's a song about it, because what are we doing? <laughs> oh, well, right, porn director. Yes. I see. He's going back to his roots. Yeah, pretty much. I feel like there was a lot of nudity back in these 80s horror films. Well, you know why? You know the theory on why? No, I don't. Because there was no internet. So nowadays, you don't have to search out these movies to see see naked ladies. You can just go on the internet and do it. So it's not as necessary to put it into these movies to get... It's not going to draw eyes. So horror was the outlet for... This, like, is, this is actually horror. a good one. Yeah, I think so. He <laughs> snapped it and put it right in her eyes. Nice. Um, now, how far away did he go that he can't hear her scream? <laughs> That's the question I had. Did we establish if he was deaf or not? Oh, maybe. We know because he didn't establish anything. But right. yeah, I think that these movies had it because it would draw that element of people that are like, where else are you going to see this? That's it, interesting. Yeah. Nowadays, it's like, well, well yeah, I mean, I can't not see it. And there's not nudity in horror. I'm trying to think no, of there's no the reason horror for it that I've been watching lately. And I don't think there's... Yeah, there's no reason for it. Right. But because it you don't need it anymore. mainstay back then. Yeah. 100%. Because I just didn't think you could get it anywhere else. And it was, you know, the same people that want to see the kill scenes want to see the nudity. 
Whereas now it's like, violence. I'll, just see, the tied, I'll right? just see the nudity when I get home. Like, right. you know. And it's no longer important for... What is this? Sleeping? That's great. I don't know if he's deaf, but he's dumb. I want to see the face. Yeah. Ooh. It's a pretty good one. His death is much dumber. It's a cool <laughs> idea, right? But here's the problem. He's doing this to the left to tighten it, right? And he's going. It's about as tight as I can get it. This is pretty good, binding his head. Now he's going to the right. That's not how this works. And now you're loosening it. Uh. Here's Reggie. He's, they're finally going to let him go see his brother, Demon, because we need more new characters. Well, yeah. I don't, we're 45 minutes into this movie, and does we're still Demon, introducing new characters. Does Demon come in as a suspect, too? No. Oh, he's just introduced. No, we're, we're firmly into we see a character. They're about to die now. <clears throat> okay. But they introduced the uh, the drifter for a hot second as maybe a suspect, but he also did I just I think die. that's what it's supposed to be. It looked like it to me. That's what but I saw. But then he died in that same scene they established it, so I, I can't prove that. What is he doing? Peeing? I don't think so. So she's got this little, this pink uh, sweater. Yeah. That's going to be pretty funny to follow over the course of the climax of the movie as she's running through scenes with and without it for a while. Okay. And that's, is that Pam? Yeah, it's Pam. Pam, our Pam, final girl. Yes. As you've okay. seen, as you followed her story right. and you, you know everything, you know, I, all stuff I've like. identified her as my final girl. She gets away with it because uh, of the actors in the movie. She's pretty, she's one of the better ones. Where the hell is Corey Feldman? Oh, there he is. But the reason she also gets away with it is that from this point on, you get to see, at least see her do stuff. And she cares about Reggie and she cares about Tommy. And it's like, she's trying to protect people. So she gets, despite the fact that the literal entire first half of the movie has nothing to do with her. It's still not the worst final girl, because from here on out, it kind of is her movie. Oh, who's a bad final girl then? Oh, God. In the series? Well, I'm just in general. I don't even know what would be considered a bad final. Uh, well, let's see. Uh, the one in part nine. Friday the 13th? Friday the 13th. Uh, never Jason Goes to Hell. Uh, I guess the final... One, you can't even figure out who it is. I guess the final girl is... Uh, this this character that's not even introduced till halfway through the movie. She is of the Voorhees bloodline, and she's the one that finally kills him in the end. But she has like no character arc at all. She just is like the one that has to do it. it it's just that's probably the worst one in the series. Okay, but even like Jason X, there's like three people that survive. One's a robot. I don't it's, remember. I saw Jason X. I don't remember who survived. Like there is a decent final girl in that, I guess, because it's the one that time traveled with him. Not time traveled, but got frozen with him. Oh, okay. so she's kind of interesting, but the movie's not about her really either. So they're, they're all kind of not not great. Okay. But this one at least shows compassion and ability to protect people a how bit. Do, how do other franchises stack up with Final Girls? Is there a ranking somewhere um, of that? Yeah, I'm sure there is. Not on my site. Oh, well. You like the list. Get crack-a-lacking. There's an Evil, there's an evil Dead ranking on there if you want that. Well, now that we've we've done the podcast. Here, here comes Demon. There's Demon. <clears throat> Look at that van. Demon, if you were, have ever seen the movie Return of the Living Dead, is, is in that movie. I you have seen Demon. Return of the Living the, Dead. The main young guy in that movie is the guy that plays Tommy Jarvis in the next movie, Tom Matthews. I. It's Well, this is right. Demon. I love Demon. He's funny. He loves his brother. I don't know what everyone's bitching about with Demon because they it's it's like they got well, two different scripts. Look at him. Just look at him. Look at him. He, he cares about this kid. Oh, He's so happy to see him. Did you see the skull 
with the dagger through it and the snake. Yeah, I see it. Who's this lady? That's his that's demon's girlfriend, Anita. And I like he's like, where'd you get that? <laughs> that little kid's hitting on her. Yep. Smooth, too. Now he's going to be not. <laughs> Reggie's, Reggie's cool. Reggie's cool. He's, he's got confidence that uh, I don't have my <laughs> Trailer park. Where are we now? We are in we are in Demon's, I guess trailer. Oh, okay. it's a van. Is it a van? I thought it was a van. It's a van. So I thought that he had pulled up the. Oh, well, he's Demon. Now these tacos are going to come back into play. Believe it or not, <laughs> this movie did set up one thing. Uh, <laughs> it's probably why it's my favorite part of the movie. A taco <laughs> with a payoff to the the taco. Uh, Which I, <laughs> this movie is so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted you to see that they're not all part two. I think I knew that instinctually, that not all horror franchises are good ones. I mean, this is a movie that you can put on and watch because you don't have to think about it. It's better if you don't. It is a trailer park, right? I saw. I don't, know if you, I don't know if you know how I know that. <laughs> That's how I knew it in the first place. Oh, I didn't see it. Right. I saw the sign. Oh, really? It opened up my eyes. Oh. Why is he freaking out about a sign? Flashback. I don't understand you, Tommy. Oh, Junior's back. He's deaf, dumb, and blind, right? But he can play pinball really good? Yep. <laughs> I like this guy. You do? I do. He's gross. He's super gross. It's great. I just, why are you here? I guess they, don't, they would live in the trailer park. Hey, this movie's great. This movie's brilliant. No notes. <laughs> I guess it, it does make sense. So, the, so he's demons hanging out in the trailer park with his van. I don't know. Do you think he's looked down upon by the trailer park community? I I honestly don't know. I have not spent. Much I'm going to guess no with guys like Junior here. He's deaf. I just said that. Ah, oh, this guy. Now look at Tommy's Ooh. Tommy's body double. Pretty good fighter. Because <laughs> that is not Tommy. I like the haircut. That's not even a mullet. I can't I don't know if you can tell when it is and isn't Tommy. <laughs> but if he's ever doing something, it's not Tommy. Yeah. It's not look at that that's not him. I believe uh, when he gets when his shoulders get much broader and he becomes much thicker. I can't remember because I haven't seen Face Off in forever, but I remember a face scene. Off? <laughs> not Face On, not Head On, but Face Off. Nicolas Cage's Face Off? Nicolas Cage's Face Off. I remember a part where it was very obviously a stunt double of John Travolta with a wig on that was falling <laughs> off during the jump. They're such loving brothers. I don't understand why everybody hates Steven. It's the van. It's the 80s. He's got that hair. He's got the van with the... Skull on He's it? He probably has marijuana cigarettes. Probably. Mm. It is the 80s. We established that. Look at that. He's He misses his brother. Why did I have to listen to his grandfather talk shit for that they're, whole movie? They are dressed very well for chilling out in the van, like an <laughs> evening in. This is their night out. <laughs> At the time. Yeah. Oh, no, look. Oh, damn enchiladas. This is the payoff to the tacos. <laughs> Oh, God, I'd be worried the demon was going to die right now. Oh, yeah. The, like I told you, we're, <laughs> this is the best part of this movie. <laughs> this is the best part of this terrible movie. 
I love Demon. <laughs> oh, no. He is going to die, isn't he? Uh-oh. What's happening? I thought the way you spoke of him, he was a final girl. I wish. <laughs> I wish the movie ended with him and Reggie just getting off and driving off to the sunset. Run, Demon. Run. And he's like, I'll never leave you again, brother. Oh, look at that. They're just funning. In her party dress. You're going to get it, bitch. <laughs> it's this classy movie. This is something. Right. This isn't, this isn't even like a cult favorite. No. Well, I think some people like it. Do, do you know how like I wrote like, the last screenplay I wrote and I was like obsessing about like trying to get, you know, it's got to be good. We got to figure this out. I got to figure out this dialogue. And then I watched this and I'm like, what, what was I doing? The shit box stinks. Let's, you gotta write. Watch out for snakes. You gotta write true. <laughs> you gotta write what you know. You gotta write what you know. Now they're singing to each other, which I think is adorable because he's having problems with the shitter. That's what I do with Kitty. This, these people are good people. Unlike everyone else in the movie who's just a filthy vagrant, <laughs> these two people are like really I nice. I love the rest. I really enjoy them. They are the nicest people I've met so far. By far. By far. Oh man, she stopped singing. Yeah. That's not good. Oh, demon. I'm going to miss you, buddy. I didn't know you long, but I really like you. He's, he's the best part of the movie. So we should just turn it off? I don't know if that's how this works, but yeah. <laughs> All right, everyone. That was, that was good. Remember scarevalue.com. No, we have to hold on because there's something really cool i got to show you in a minute, a couple minutes. All right. Does demon come back? I wish. His name is demon. He's not even dead yet. He's just hanging out by the toilet paper. Which you can tell they just said in props, it's a full roll of toilet paper. So the props had to do that right before they shot. Oh, this is actually a pretty good kill, too, for this movie. This is clearly the best part of the movie, the demon scene. Get out of there, man. It's not too late. I'm I'm actually paying way more attention than I feel. Because he's good. Because he's good. Oh, oh, now it's too late. Well, he can still so move. why did Roy have to kill these people? <laughs> because, again, it's Roy the paramedic. I accept that Jason just kills willy-nilly. Well, Tommy is there, so we're still following the Tommy could be the killer. Yes. Well, Tommy was. Where is Tommy? No, he's still, he, oh. they lost track of him, so it could be him. That's the one thing the movie does fairly decently, is leave him in places where it could be him. Okay. But it's also made it really hard to follow another main character. I just like that line there. Where she's like, Tina and Eddie aren't back. And you're like, who the fuck are Tina and Eddie? It's the couple that went off into the woods. Oh. But how would you know that? <laughs> how would you? They've never established it. They're doing their names now more than they ever did in the lead up to their, their death. Yeah, everyone's disappeared. The guy that runs the camp's disappeared. Grandpa's disappeared. I thought her name was too. Her name's Violet. His name's Jake. I keep calling her Domino. So we got Jake, like Violet, Robin, Pam, Reggie, Tommy, Roy. I think that's, oh, Junior and Ethel. I think those are the people that are still alive right now. Okay. It's a lot of fucking people. Well, no, the, the fucking people are dead. Yes, the fucking people are dead. You don't think Junior and Ethel get down? <laughs> I think they might. I think they might. Look at this. Look at this. Other than Reggie, look at this cast of people we're being left with to be the, the survivors of this movie so far. Who the fuck are you people? You see, at that point, I would hope that those four survived. Yeah. If this were a normal movie. Well, I would hope that the next part of the movie is going to be developing them into characters. I care that they survive. It won't be. 
Well, I, I think we should have established that earlier, but oh, Junior. But look at this. I get this guy. No, he's 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 understand. You can understand him. Yeah, like I. Uh, this is well done. Right, what you know. Oh, these filthy people. She's pretty good. No, hold on a second. Do they live in a trailer? I wasn't sure that was ever established. Because that's no, like a shack. No, they're in a house. So I asked, why are they at the trailer park? And I thought, oh, because they're they're clearly portrayed as stereotypical, dirty trailer truck people. They live in a house. Why the fuck is he at the trailer park? Where, uh, what, what else is there to do? I can't believe I'm getting mad at this movie again. 30, 33 years later. What? Uh, 38 years later? 38 years later. <laughs> and now he's dead. I don't, Does I, his head go in the soup? Uh, that would have been better than what they do. Mm. <laughs> I do like Ethel. I, the, the difference between the two is that the guy that plays Junior is just doesn't know how to play it, and she at least plays it, and it's kind of funny. <laughs> She's making the most out of what she got because her lines are stupid. You big dildo, you right. fuckwad. But she, she like she gets what she can out of it. <laughs> She, her head goes in the same. All right. Yes. Vegetables bad. Tomatoes are fruits. Killer tomatoes. Mm. She's just uh, preempting the return. Why did she take this pink sweater that's going to be just a big problem for her? Oh, right. The sweater. Oh, the taco pay The taco payoff was so immediate. I thought that was like a long setup. No, nothing in this movie is a long setup. It goes through you fast. <laughs> That's true. No, that was the that was the only setup though, so right. it still stands out. Well, you've, you've mentioned this pink sweater a few times now, so that's not being set up on purpose. That is no. because they edit the movie poorly, and she uh, runs around the rain, and sometimes she has it on, sometimes she doesn't. Ah, uh, okay. The setup there is that this is a bad movie. Fun times. It's very different than two. When we watched two, I was excited, like, oh, wait till you see this part. This is going to be great. You may have noticed there's none of those parts where I'm like, oh, this is going to be the good part. But I'm finding parts of it, like, I don't know if it was not received that way at the time, but it's really funny to watch. Like, it is ridiculous. I, I have to believe that Junior and Ethel were oh, played for comedy, but not they didn't get right. the kind of comedy that they were supposed to. I would have to imagine there's some sort of drinking game that's developed about this movie. Probably. It, it just it seems like it's one of those one of those types. So there's the stutterer and Robin. What was the other girl's name? I uh, Violet. Violet. Thank you. So these are characters that we have not spent any time with, no. and now here we are, an hour into the movie, asked to watch them on a couch and give a fuck about what they're doing. Well, now I guess I think they're going to die again. Yeah, I don't think we're, we're at that stage now where everything you see is like, oh, they're about to right. die. I've, I've, for a brief moment there, I'm like, oh, these are my final people. I want them to live. And now I'm back to, yep, they're going to die. This is uh, Jake shooting a shot. So good for Jake. Does he does he actually get it out? Y y y yeah. Thanks, Porky. That's not what Porky says. He, he's, his problem is that's. He has lots of problems. Oh, he's got a weight problem. Pants seems to be one of them, too. Not a problem for him. No, problem for the rest of us. His name's Porky. That's that's his parents' choice. Yeah. You can change it. Yeah. He's smooth. I wish I could figure out what movie they're watching. Here, he's going to try. 
I guess why not, right? Is the the director of the halfway house still about? I haven't seen him in no. a while. No. No. Because he could be the killer. I guess if you just take all the people that disappeared, there could be a lot of killers. It could be the other paramedic, <laughs> for that matter. See, he's, he's trying. I think you might want to pick up the signal she's putting down. You got a better offer? She looked at his dick. That's the first thing she said. I never noticed that before. She immediately looks down at his dick first. She looked again. She's laughing. She's laughing. And she's looking again. She's maybe, laughing at his dick. Maybe, Is it out? I was going to say maybe he took it out. Did we miss this? Should we rewind this movie? Should we rewatch it next week? I've never noticed before that she looks three times. Is that just an acting choice? Well, no. That's a great acting choice because it's That's, interesting. It's the director. That was written into the script. It only took me 38 years to notice it, but it's still a great choice. Did the director write the script too? I don't think so on this no. one. I, I don't think so on this one. Maybe. Now he's gone off alone, so you know what's going to happen to him. Yeah. Masturbation. And he shot his shots. Now he's got to shoot, shoot his load. Now he's got to shoot his load. The classic podcast. <laughs> it was co-written by the, this director, yes. There's three credited directors, if you can believe that. It took three people to come I up with, don't believe it that. It took three people to come up with you, Big Dildo. And I, I think that was her line. And as we get in all these movies... She's dancing. Yeah. Oh, I think we missed it. Uh, oh, no, we didn't. It's coming up. The, the thing I, I'm very excited to show you is coming up very soon. Uh, somebody's always dancing in these movies. She doesn't have a partner, so she's just dancing alone. We'll get back to her dancing later. It's the thing that only happens in this universe. He's having a tough night. I'm trying to remember if that was also a staple of 80s. And that was oh. when it got worse. <laughs> That's it. But they just still, ran out of time and money for this movie. We still haven't seen Jason murder anyone, right? No, we haven't seen Jason himself. Now, here you go. That Paramount logo has 24 stars on it. Did you pause it and count? I paused it and counted it. No kidding. So that movie comes from the before they got rid of the two stars. So that was the original Paramount logo when it meant to stand for the, the 24, 24 actors. contracted actors that they ca- called the Paramount stars. So now, Hollywood trivia. There you go. See? That's a new segment. Every week, I'm going to give you Hollywood trivia. I, when I paused that to count the stars, I was praying there was 24. Because it was way more interesting than just being 22, obviously. And then there was, and I was very happy. Did you do the counting first and then the research, or the research first and then the I counting? took out my abacus. Mm. I did the Where research first. I did abacus. the research first because I was curious what, why there was 22 stars. Yeah. You know, I wasn't. Look at notes and research. I just counted them, and I was comfortable with that. And I watched this movie twice in like three days to get. <laughs> now here we're about to have our second female character look at herself in the mirror naked. It's raining now. Because this is this is what this yeah. is what these movies are, I guess. Specifically, this Again, one. Oh yeah. Got to look at myself in that mirror. It's like Pearl, what's going on? Pearl. It's like X. Machina. No. What? Uh, nothing. She's. I Talking can't tell herself. if she's like. Yeah, I mean, I guess I just fuck the, the stutterer. Who cares? Or if she's like. Is that what she's debating with herself right now? I think that she's like. I wish he wouldn't have said that, but also I think she's like. 
I mess things. Like I don't know how she feels because these characters don't have feelings. Right. They don't have, but she's gonna go to bed naked in this halfway. <laughs> seems well, this seems like a weird choice. But you know what? I'll give something. Uh, well, normally you pull the covers up and you go to sleep. You know when people sit up in bed and the it's always yes. Men chest down is covered. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I know words. I've seen movies. What's gonna happen to it? I've seen movies with 22 or 24 stars on them. I've only seen movies with 22 stars. Well, he got into her bed. Now, where Roy is positioning these bodies is interesting to me. Why would he put him in her bed as a great payoff to something he wasn't privy to? How do you know he wasn't listening? I guess. He was upstairs, right? Right. I, I don't know where he was. I guess he wasn't. There's a classic. Popping and locking. Yep. There's a classic through the through the bed kill, like Kevin Bacon in the first one. Oh, and like, okay. uh the girl in the third one, and then they do the reverse one in the second one, so they, they can't get away from it. <laughs> this is what this is this is her character arc. This is what I mean. This is they didn't give them uh character traits, they just gave them a note. You stutter. Robin didn't have a note. So I feel <laughs> bad for her. You dance. And at this point, as far as I know, Corey Feldman's still at the trailer park. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> As far as we're supposed to know, Corey Feldman's right here, hiding in oh. hiding in the corner, I guess, just off frame, <laughs> popping out. What, what song are they playing? I don't know what she's dancing to in real life, and I don't know what the song is oh. that she's because they change it a lot. That's what happened in the the fourth one. There's a famous Crispin Glover dance, and I think he's dancing to ACDC, and they change it to a different song. So as weird as it was, it's even weirder. <laughs> when, so we're supposed to think this is Tommy. Again. This is what it is. We're supposed to think this is Tommy. Why? What makes us think that? Because Tommy's been gone. Okay. Who's killing everybody? But they, like, totally telegraphed it when Roy was so upset about I know, right? Like, I mean, what else could it be? Well, they did a really good job uh, making the rest of the movie terrible, so it could have just been a terrible choice that's in line with every other terrible choice they made. Yeah, right. They really keep you guessing. Although I guess also when you're you're following the, the guy that drove Tommy to the house and you get to see his whole story unfold, you're probably thinking like, hmm, it's weird we haven't gotten back to that random paramedic yet. <laughs> so maybe they didn't do a good job. So what I mean about positioning these bodies, he puts, narratively, pays off something that he has no business knowing about by putting Jake's body in Robin's bed. Mm-hmm. So For us, the viewer, it's fine. We're supposed to think it's Tommy that's doing this. So he's going to put all of the bodies that he's just killed in Tommy's room. Which narratively makes sense if we're supposed to believe it's Tommy. He doesn't know who Tommy is. He's not trying to pin it on him. I think it's almost a bad movie. <laughs> That's what you've been telling me. See, he's going to go to Tommy's room and he's going to see all three people he just killed. The, the deaths are just very perfunctory at this yeah. point. It's just but, eh, knife in, knife out. Why did Roy put them here? So we believe it's Tommy? Why do we have to believe it's Tommy? This makes no sense. This is the anti-Friday the 13th Part 2. Where, where it's like, I have to follow uh, Ginny Field as she puts away the chainsaw so that I know where the chainsaw is in an hour. This is ridiculously the opposite. Just everything random. I am not even remember who Roy is. Why would I remember Roy? Oh, yeah. I thought his name was Rory. That's right. But just like the slightest amount of thought as to why anybody of these people are dying. Because, again, he should kill Vic. Vic's just hanging out somewhere. 
Yeah, I'm. Uh, he's gonna tell. He's gonna go to, j- to jail. He's gonna go to the trial. He's gonna say this fat fuck got his chocolate all over the the laundry, and then he's bothering me. And they're gonna say, like, yeah, that's fine. You can kill him. There's gonna be no witnesses left at his trial. That's at true. This raid. Like, he's gonna walk away clean. That's true. Yeah, the only people that saw it, the only people that are outside, are all dead. Right. Oh, maybe I haven't checked that, but I well, think... Tommy looked through the window. I think. Well, there's. There we go. Yeah, it's Roy. Hey, look, he's wearing blue. A herring was a fish, by the way. I looked it up. Yeah. I know things. There's no bird called a herring? No. Jesus Christ. I don't know why I'm doing this. I don't know why I, you, I made, started doubting myself after you said, isn't it a bird? Is it plane? It's Superman. I'm Superman. Who am I? I'm Superman. <laughs> <laughs> no, here we go. So she's got the pink sweater. We're gonna we're gonna track this for a second. No pink sweater, right? Oh. Or, or did she have it? No, she doesn't have it here. Nope. No pink sweater. I think she's about to get it back. Look at that pink sweater. All right. So they made the oh, the, ooh. the paramedics are here. Looks like a hearse. So, am I meant to believe there's the there's the second paramedic because Roy had to kill him too for no reason. <laughs> he just popped up. Oh, there's a ghost in the house. <laughs> hey, Kitty, Kitty's here. Hi, Kitty. Welcome to Friday the Thirteenth Part Five. <laughs> That's where it is. <laughs> so he, he can teleport too. Because mm. he just teleported from the house to the the vehicle. Well, couldn't he have just been walking with them, like the same? Maybe a shortcut or followed the road because they've been running for a while. She lost her shirt twice. And he must have been. It. He must have picked it up and handed it to her. <laughs> okay, that must be what it is. He's tracking them. He's like, "You dropped this again." Reggie looks very comfortable in his red. Uh, look, no sweater. Suit. Yep, no sweater. No sweater. At some point, she loses it for good. It looks pretty comfortable. That's very eighties. Uh, you don't see a good tracksuit these days. Yeah. I he's got up. He's like, ah, damn it! It's like he did that one on accident. That's back. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Somebody edited this together. I'm not gonna lie. I probably wouldn't have noticed. Yeah, there's a guy that runs oh, the camp. There he is. All right. So at least they're bringing up all the people. Is that a railroad spike? I think so. He 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 got as much payoff as he deserved. <laughs> That's what you get for not being licensed. Yeah, a lot of people have died under his watch. She lost a sweater. Yep, now I think it's gone for good. Who is she? Is she think he's in the house? Reggie? Yeah. I mean, she yelled for him. Yeah, I know. So I think she doesn't know is what that implies. This movie doesn't make a lot of sense, Kitty, in case you were wondering. There's Grandpa. Oh, no. Yeah. Everybody did die. Just lots of, they had to set up so many, not set up, they introduced so many people, they had to kill a lot of them off screen. Yeah. Oh, his eyeballs are gone. Is she wearing a bra? Nope. No. Uh, apparently, this is directed by a porn director. Uh, so, for realsies? For realsies. Oh. So, of course, there's no bra. She runs better than the cop in the second one. <laughs> that cop was pretty atrocious. Yep, no, she doesn't. Never mind. 
Reggie's still missing. Reggie is missing. Oh, Roy. Roy is still hunting the wrong people. But look, he's got a full-on makeup job. Because he didn't cut his hair off. We saw him in between. He's still Roy. Well, he's how got, do we know that's not a wig? He's got a bald cap on. <clears throat> I guess you're right. It's a pretty good set of hair, though. I don't know. Why are you doing this, Roy? Oh, look. There's a payoff, actually. Reggie got his commercial license, too. <laughs> is he going to win? Sorry. This is very much an Austin Powers moment. Yeah, he stood there for a long time. There's lots of time to move. I just... Sitting here silently, I'm sure anyone who's watching along with us is they fell equally. Asleep. They fell asleep a long time ago. I assume because this movie is off. this movie is straight trash. I was all set to turn it off after Demon. <laughs> it would have been better too. I was sad. It's one of those like um, Holocaust movies, right? This is this is where you got to go back and just finish off Roy, and by that I mean unzip his pants and. It is that kind of movie. Just let him. It is that kind of movie. Just let him. Let him get. Uh, you know, he'll, he'll calm down. He'll be, he'll be relaxed. Uh, uh, Roy's not dead yet. No, it would have made sense if she kicked his mask off and we could see it's not Jason. Because again, this whole movie, you don't know who's doing this. Where's Corey Feldman? And it's going to be the... Is it Corey Feldman? I don't, no. know, I don't know if you can hear her on the mic. Yeah, right. you can. I think. She what? asked if it was Corey Feldman. Oh, my God. Oh, Roy. He should call the paramedics. He killed the other paramedic. Mm. He's probably regretting his decision. I don't know. He hasn't shown a lot of uh, motive or regret in this movie. This is the stupidest ending to a movie. Oh, this is the end. You're right. There's only two left. Well, Tommy's still out there somewhere. Oh, I just talked about him, and then I immediately forgot he existed. Yep, that's, that's what the movie's good at. <laughs> 22 people, I think, die. 19 die in reality, because three of them are in hallucinations. No need for that many characters. When you said 19 die in reality, I thought you checked like their dates of birth and death for each actor in this movie. I gave you the one I I gave you the two I knew. <laughs> I know Vic's dead, and I know Ethel's dead. Oh, Ethel. So the third movie ends in a barn. So we're back in the barn. This movie's nothing if not completely unoriginal. The third movie is another one that's not great, but it's better than this. Oh, sorry. I was. It's, it's reminded me of The Shack from Part 2. Well, look, there's a chainsaw, you know, that we didn't set up at all. It was in Part 2. <laughs> we set it up in Part 2. <laughs> Don't you pay attention to these things? Come on. It's just so funny to me. Like we did we couldn't set up anything. Get yeah. down there and help, kid. No. You just drove a a forklift or whatever. You can what is that, a caterpillar? Sure. I, I Your think, son would know. I think it's a butterfly. No, the machine that he drove. Yeah, it's oh. a caterpillar first, then after it goes through metamorphosis, it, it forms a cocoon first. Did you just science me? I did. Wow. That's that's what they modeled all those big trucks after. 
the life cycle of the butterfly. Wasn't there transform? Oh, the Constructicons. Yes, there yeah. were the Constructicons. I had the um, uh, excavator one. Wow. Did you throw the chainsaw? It stopped stop working. working. Oh, okay. It's, they set up in the second one. It stops working. There's Tommy. Well, then who in the blazes is Jason? Jason's dead. Now, why would this guy give a shit? <laughs> Roy doesn't know who you are. What is happening here? Tommy thinks he's back. And Roy doesn't think anything. I don't, know what Roy, <laughs> what I, think. I don't know what Roy's plan is. I don't know what his purpose is. It's a stare down. It's None of these people killed his son. Yeah, that guy's in jail still. Yeah. I mean, he might have died of old age at this point. It's been a few days. <laughs> I don't know what their plan was. Who's shouting Tommy remembers? It's his, it's his memory of what happened in the fourth one. Of his last time facing off with So his Jason. own memory is shouting at him. His own memory is shouting at him. He's crazy. Okay. So one of the things that's funny is because of these, these mem- oral flashbacks, I think that Corey Feldman has more lines in this movie than the guy playing Tommy does as himself. Because I think he only has like five lines, like 20 Ooh, words total. That's a good point. I haven't paid attention to he that. He doesn't talk. He does not talk much. No. He's. Uh-oh. I think that this actor, like, tried to do hey, a real like, performance of the knife. They oh, set, there you go. Yeah, this but, but they set it up by him putting it under the bed, and I don't recall him ever taking it out from under the bed again. I just know he hasn't. Um, I think this actor, like, unlike everyone else, was like, "I'm going to study on what, what trauma's like um, and what it would be like," and I think he tries to give like an earnest performance of it. I'm not saying he's bad; it just doesn't fit this movie. Too much research. Yeah, he tried too hard. This is his Ethel calling his son a big dildo. Like you don't have to try that hard. You know, for as much as you dislike me saying that's what she said to everything, this seems like the movie. It could have been used a lot. I guess. Big dildo, and that is what that's, she said. That doesn't. That, what was, who was she talking to? Explain yourself. It doesn't need to be. It does. No, you this time it. it does. If you're going to use it for the fifth podcast in a row, you have to tell me who she talking to. The. Who was that other person talking to? No, that was the wrong movie. Oh my gosh, I've seen too many movies. You've seen three movies. That's too many. One of them without sound. That's too many. Another another movie where I don't think the sound would have helped anyway. Is Tommy dead? I was wondering the same thing. Uh, he must be, because he's laying there. Good job, Roy. Good work. Well, what was I doing? It's funny, because this guy doesn't look like Roy at all. No, he doesn't. Looks a lot older. I guess at the moment when you see Tommy, you're supposed to believe it's Jason Beck. I guess I discounted that's one of the options. Okay. All right, but I haven't heard a reason why yet. Why he's back? Yeah. So I'm just wondering, how is Jason back after having watched the four previous installments? Oh, I saw someone. That's actually a pretty good shot. Very reckless of you, Reggie. <laughs> Completely out of character. Hey, why was he smiling at? Was he like, oh, you're my friend? It's like a Frankenstein situation. I don't know. There she is. This is why she gets to be the final girl, because she stands up to him. Poorly, but this is the movie. Oh, 
convenient. So like a hay. I yeah. sure. You grew I, up on a farm. I, I when I was I don't know six years old, I went to the farm for the first time, and I believed I asked the farmer why uh, if the pig was okay because I thought a cow had sat on the pig and the udder was its four little legs sticking out. Wow. So I appreciate that you keep asking me what farm equipment is. You're dumb. My mother likes to bring that up every so often. I assume to make me feel bad about myself. That's what mothers do. <laughs> there was a... I, I know. I saw Evil Dead Rise too. I can't remember who it was. It was a tweet. I think it was Paul Rust who tweeted like the great thing about... Um, who was that insult comedian? Don Rickles. Don Rickles is like he'd give you an hour of just saying like offensive things and... and taking everybody to task and then like one minute of oh you've been a beautiful audience I really love you and, and then you leave he's like and I said that is the opposite of every interaction I've ever had with my mother <laughs> just so much supportive stuff and then that one last zinger has got to get you <laughs> and I had to walk away feeling like shit <laughs> oh you're still alive too Roy and now he's not so now here's here's our Roy reveal this is so dumb this is it you have to remember it was Roy. Ooh. His eyes are closed, which is my favorite part because at least Wait, he, he has had, hair. He has hair, and because he, he created a whole. By the way, he started killing people oh, that night. That. He started killing bad. people that night, so he created this within an hour. <laughs> His eyes are closed, which is an imagining choice because he has like big blue eyes that would have helped recognize who it is. If I saw this in the theater in 1985, I would have said, "They were like, who the fuck is that?" The weird thing about this movie is that the fourth one was good, and the sixth one was good, so it wasn't like they'd reached an era where they weren't making good movies anymore. This is just a bad one. How was part one? It was good. It's just, yeah. it, you know, it's uh, it's a part one. It's this, setting things up. Is this an every other type franchise? No, one is good, two is great, three's not that great, but it's not like this bad. Four is great, this one's terrible, six is great, and then they're all kind of crap after oh, that. okay. But it is kind of skipping, though, every other. Yeah, one was really good, though. Just get out of this cap. You did nothing, sir. I was way off. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I guess it wasn't Jason. Well, back to back to drinking for me. <laughs> I tried. This is the same town every time, but none of these cops were ever the same. Because <laughs> I think they do such a bad job, they get replaced. There's, here we go. <laughs> there's Roy, and there's his son. He has a picture of himself and a picture of his son, who he doesn't know he's his father. <laughs> He doesn't know who his father is. He does know it's a son. This is how stupid this is. This is, like, I like the acting choice that she's making because she's like, this is the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life. Not even their paramedics knew. Why was he in this halfway house? Why wouldn't he tell him he was his father? Why was he mad? I don't understand. <laughs> well, I think you brought it up. If I knew that's what my kid looked like and acted, yeah. I might pretend as well. Gotta <laughs> get out quick on this one. This is This is maybe my favorite part. Except for Demon. It's my favorite thing to think about. He said, we found these clues. Who took this picture? <laughs> Who took that picture? Well, which movie was it from? I don't know. Who snapped that candid photo of Jason Voorhees? I think that's a photo bomb. They were meant to take a picture of like a deer in the background. And remember camera, it was just filmed back then. So that was Jason popping to kill. Remember camera? Picture. It was just filmed back then. Yeah, remember camera? It was, it was just, just filmed, filmed back then. then. I like that. It's, it's, that's a t-shirt. Yeah. Remember camera? It was just filmed back then. Well, it was. So once they found the bodies, they developed the film and found it. 
I genuinely do enjoy how Pam listened to his whole dissertation on what has occurred and gave him a look like that is the dumbest fucking shit I've ever heard. Has no follow up questions. It's just like, all right, I, this movie is dumb and I've made a mistake and it'll never see me again. <laughs> I guess one nice thing is this movie doesn't shoehorn in like uh the romance between them. Cause you could see that like yeah. the moment here where she's well, like, there, there wasn't time. There's no, exactly. They're, they're like, you're supposed to buy this forged relationship between them. How can you? Right. He just appeared for most of the movie. Oh, see, I'm not even counting this. This is just a, oh, you're right. This would be weird. Oh, I'm assuming dream again. It's always a dream when it's interesting. <laughs> that is the guarantee of Friday the Teeth. So a new beginning. So this is... So now this, I still got to give him nightmares. This ending is teasing out how the fourth one ended, where the question was, is Tommy somehow possessed by the evil? And there's the fourth movie ends with uh, Corey Feldman looking like despondent, like he's going to be the next Jason, because we just killed Jason. So this movie's like, let's just leave it in the same place. We're going to do the same thing. We're just going to be like, is he going to be the next Jason? The answer, no, he never is. Right. And the sixth one just discounts this one completely. And he's just riding to town like, i got to find and kill Jason. Okay. Who, yeah. But he's, he's having these visions still. Now he's staring at the ceiling, so I don't know how he's seeing him. I don't know. Is, is the bed upright? Stay. Perhaps it is. He's looking at me. He's looking deep into my eyes. Now he's like, I know I have to be Jason. Why? What are you talking about? What's happening? Why are you here? Dad? Maybe. So you remember how cameras used to be filmed? (laughs) For cameras? Used to be filmed. Well, so just a couple of weeks ago, I was at my brother's. He pulled out a camera that he had just gotten developed because it was full of film from back in the day. It was from 2006. Checks out. I uh, it was pictures of at my mother's house with Dave and you know his wife and me and Kitty. I was wearing the that day that we looked at those pictures. I was wearing the same exact shirt <laughs> I had on in those pictures. <laughs> <laughs> so, no. remember remember when you asked why do you have a pocket knife? He's a crazy person. Why does he have this mask? Because he's a goalie. It's the blue one. <clears throat> Who put it in his... his this is what I'm saying. Here's your personal effects, sir. <laughs> right. But it's about to get dumber. <laughs> if you can believe it. This is just a reshot, a reuse of the same shot of the dream. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, no. I don't even think they're on the first floor, so that's... We lost them. Not ideal. They're clearly not on the first floor. That's a treetop. <laughs> it's a Birdman situation. Where'd he get this? <laughs> He's in holding his, it the wrong way, too. In his effects. Are we killing people wrong? Wait, so this movie, that wasn't a dream because it was the blue man. That wasn't a dream. So, so it's leaving you with, like, oh, he'll be the killer in the next one because they didn't want to bring Jason back. And then this was so poorly received, they were like, the next one's literally called... Jason Lives, Friday the 13th, Part 6. It oh goes boy. above the title. The, the official title of the movie is Jason Lives. What Friday a the part terrible six. ending to this mm-hmm. movie. But they wanted to leave it so that uh, somebody could pick up their baton and have Tommy the killer in the next one. And then people watched this one and were like, 
I hate that it was Roy the paramedic because that was the dumbest shit I've ever seen. It was pretty bad. It was None pretty of it bad. Makes right? sense. There were I just met a bafflingly large number of people, but luckily I didn't have to remember them for long. Nope. The only people that survive are Pam, Tommy, and Reggie the Reckless. Oh, demon. Yep. And they're the only ones that make it. Well, the sheriff, I guess. But he never got his hands dirty, so how was he going to get killed? That's important. I remember once in 24 when Tony got away from his desk. Oh, God, that, that was, was the terrifying. most terrifying moment in the world. Yep. Anybody who hasn't watched it, the first season of 24, for the first 12 hours, Tony just works on getting like a flight manifest. And he's very inept. And I'd seen it before Pete. And then when Pete was watching it, he's like, what is the deal with this Tony guy? There's nothing going on. I was like, well, it's like, you'll, you'll come to love him. And then like the second last episode, he leaves his desk and heads towards danger. And Pete's like, I was the most scared of him in my life. Cause you just fall in love with the guy. <laughs> he didn't move. I don't think he left his desk until the final episode. For, and then he yeah, did. <laughs> for 23 hours, his job is to stand at his desk, turn and give interested glances at what's happening eyes. somewhere else shifty, shifty glances because he didn't trust anybody and that made me think he was the bad guy but that was him trying to figure shit out it's one of the finest performances oh, it's great because somehow he won me over when he got when he got that flight manifest in hour 13 mm. <laughs> loved it uh tony Elman. the only problem is that in the show didn't just yes we're gonna talk about 24 for the credits now the only problem is that uh Tony Almeida, they realized he was great, so they started giving him more stuff to do. I don't really remember the like, show. All that I well. wanted to do was sit at his desk <laughs> I and give shifty glances. He was a traitor at one point, yes. and then I believe they brought him back to run yes. the the government. And then he comes back as a as a as a to help out because he right. has information, he which was, I don't know where he got it. He was like convicted of, yeah. of treason and put in treason jail, and then he died. He died first before oh, no. that, but he didn't really die, and you could tell because the clock was wasn't the silent clock they give. When somebody dies in the sh- at the end of the hour, is a silent clock. That is something I never knew. Yes. So the clock ticked. So people were like, he can't be dead. But you didn't see him for like another two seasons. And then he came back and Yay. it was awesome. It was the best season he was on. And he's tracking down the person that killed his wife and killed David Palmer. And it's the best. And then Jack fucking stops him from killing the person. And he looks at Jack and goes, Jack, you've killed fucking everybody for no reason for seven years. You can't give me this. That was Jack's way. You know, so that was, that was Friday the 13th, the new beginning. Uh, there's 22 stars on this I was one. more interested in a our, our quick wrap up of a show that's been off the air for 15 well, years good news we're about to start our 24 watch along yeah, buckle right. in alright that's it for this week uh, thanks for listening I guess bye bye <laughs>